American Financing is our uh, sponsor this half hour. And if you are uh, if you are paying anything over four percent on anything, you are paying way too much. If you're paying three percent, you may be paying too much. Right now, American Financing can help you with your payments to make sure that your mortgage or even your credit cards, if you will fold those into your mortgage without resetting your loan, you could be paying in the threes or as Stu just found out, he just did a mortgage with American Financing. You can pay in the twos. Yeah, that's right. I get the twos. You guys might get the threes. I got the twos. That's because I'm special. Because I'm great. It's nothing to do with American yeah. financing having the best rates. It's because I'm great. Yeah. yeah. Okay. A call American financing now at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. I'm actually, that's on my list of things to do today to call American financing for myself. Uh, 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. Do it now. America, it's Friday. Welcome to the program. We've got some actual good news for you today. Uh, we have some bad news as well. The update on the presidential uh, election. Look, there's still going to be challenging things all around the country, and some of that stuff might pan out. But let's just say it doesn't for a second. We are probably minutes away from the presidential race being called for Joe Biden. Yes. Uh, DDHQ has already done it. Uh, they're one of the big election uh, reporters. You're going to see these networks who are who are afraid to do this before the public vote had Pennsylvania in 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 actually favor of Joe Biden. He has now passed uh, Donald Trump in the publicly available vote count. Mm-hmm. And you know, with the people where these votes are in places like Philadelphia, uh, this vote count is going to come out with Joe. Jeez. Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. Wait a minute, That's his middle name. The family that... The Robinette family, yeah, his Robinette father's fa- side. Yeah, yeah the oh, one they own slaves. The one that owns slaves, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah that's wow. the one. Now, He's going to be you president. Know. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, well at least we, we went through a full <laughs> a full conversation about that during the campaign, <laughs> right. luckily. Right. Unreal. I have, I have uh, another way to look at this in 60 seconds. This is... The Glenn oh, program. man. And let me tell you this. I'm in such an optimistic mood today. I got to tell you, there's nothing better than your car breaking down on the side of the road. Right? Right? I mean, who doesn't love that? When your car breaks down, let's just say you were just you just inherited, uh, you know, a million dollars from some lost uncle that you never even knew you had. Your car breaks down that day. Do you say, oh, well, I don't mind. I mean, I lo- I got all this money. I can just pay for all the car repairs and everything else. It's great. Never. Never. I don't care. I think I think Bill Gates, if his car breaks down, he's like, oh, come on. 
That's why a lot of people like me have Car Shield. When it comes to safeguarding your car against disasters that might come your way, the number one place to turn is to Car Shield. They have customizable monthly plans with low rates, and you have the freedom to choose whether you have your car worked on by your own mechanic or the dealership. And they'll deal with them directly so you don't have to worry about any of it. Car Shield has helped over a million customers. Don't dread car repairs. Get coverage today from CarShield and find out why CarShield cars go further. Call 800-665-2157 and mention the promo code BECK or visit carshield.com. Again, use the promo code BECK. Save 10%. carshield.com. Promo code BECK. Deductible may apply. Oh, yeah. We're out there undercover looking for any kind of hope. Well, I have some. On the ground level, I think people feel not that Trump is somehow or another going to turn this around, but they they really want to know if America is going to survive this. They want to know how to protect themselves, their families, survive the next four years. Churches are wondering, am I going to keep my tax-exempt status? There's a war on Christianity. People who voted for Trump worry about losing their rights and their freedoms. Well, let me tell you what I feel today. The good news coming out of the 2020 election, and there is good news. There's lots of good news. We just have to look past what happened with the presidential election. But no matter who is sworn in on January 21st, we have a real fight on our hands. And it's a fight we know. It's a fight we have won before. It's a fight where we know our adversary. We know his aims. We know his goals. We know the scope and the shape of his attacks against us. It's actually a fight we know how to win. It's really important to realize, to admit to ourselves, to admit honestly and without hesitation that this fight is actually really here, that this is really happening. We're really going to have to do this. This is on our shoulders. This actually has fallen to us. It has now fallen to the 70 million of us who voted in favor of preserving the American way of life. And I think even some of those who voted for Biden, they knew. I'll tell you why in a second. Those who voted to uphold the individual liberty of Americans above the illusion of collective rights for those who have come to hate America. We may find out even in the next few minutes that... Donald Trump lost the presidency here, and there are still going to be court battles beyond that. So whether it is by fraud or ineptitude or by true vote counts in the end, it's not going to change the battle ahead of us. That's what a lot of people, both on the left and the right, don't seem to remember, and they won't let themselves admit it now. Because this election was a lot more than about Donald Trump. It was about saving the American Republic. And the American public Republic is going to survive this. I have more hope today than I have in a long time. 
Even those who voted against Trump seem to have voted for Republicans in the Senate and the House. Now, the House is so close. Republicans may take the House. I don't think they will, but it is going to be so close that they're never going to be able to pass any of this green stuff. They're not even going to be able to pass the taxes. In fact, the Democratic House caucus has already turned against the Marxist defund the police, new green deal, AOCs and Pelosi. They are screaming in their caucus at each other. They are a party divided. And we are a nation divided. But as much as it's easy to have let the press define that uh, divide along the Donald Trump fault line, that's a vast oversimplification. It is designed to obscure the truth from us. Whatever the outcome of the election is, is going to be or was going to be, in the end, the fight was going to come down to our hands. It has to be that way. Trump was our easy button, quite frankly. In the last few years, we've asked Trump to fight this battle for us. And he has done admirably. He has let us sit too comfortable on our sofa in front of our 70-inch TVs and watch the spectacle play out like a poorly uh, scripted TV show or way too long episode of West Wing. Trump battling his way against his own hostile party, against the establishment swamp, against the deep state entrenched in Washington, against an army of American Marxists, excuse me, the left wing of the Democratic Party and their enablers in the global leftist media. Buttressed by a billion strong throng of useful idiots happily Inheriting whatever whatever lie they were asked to peddle while enjoying legally protected status on social media platforms. One man seemingly run on confidence and quarter pounders led the charge into the breach, armed with nothing more than Twitter. We sat and we watched him take punch after punch. Broadside after broadside, in wonderment, how is this guy still standing? When did we lose this fight? The minute we said it's his fight and not ours. If Joe Biden is sworn in in January, one thing is perfectly and painfully clear. Donald Trump didn't lose this election. We did a long time ago. Cry all you want about ballot counting and harvesting in swing states, if that makes us all feel better. If that's what gives you the excuse to need to, to forgive yourself, to delude, uh, to delude yourself on how close we are to losing the republic, and then just uh, wallowing in blame for something else. If low-level players like postal workers or volunteer ballot counters are able to destroy the United States Republic, then we didn't do enough. You cannot forge and fake 8,000 votes. You just can't. You have 5% advantage. This election is too close in too many states. This is the typical kind of playing in the margins 
that that politicians have done from the beginning. But we have something on our side now. And because we refuse to do anything about it and demand it, we get these kinds of elections. We have we have blockchain on our side now. I don't know about you, but I'd give up a couple of aircraft carriers and maybe a division or two just to have a voting system that we all trusted. Here's the hard truth. It never should have been this close. It should have never been close enough that the many swamp things, the precinct election officials would have ever dreamed of trying to put a thumb on the Biden-Harris side of the scale or dump ballots. It wouldn't have mattered. This should have been a pro-America landslide. And for today's world, it kind of was. But it's not enough. The leftists, you have heard me say for years, they're going to take off their masks. They're dying to tell you who they are. Well, they took off their masks. And Donald Trump skewered them so deeply, triggered them so acutely, that almost as one well-intentioned but, but just crazy monster, they removed their masks to let us know exactly who they are because Donald Trump because of him Democrats can no longer claim that they're simply nice people who can't do math but gee whiz I mean they're just well-intentioned Americans who basically want the same thing we do we just have a different way of getting things done golly gee beef mom's gonna be really upset when you say that the Democrats are Marxist wait until dad gets home Because of Donald Trump, that facade is gone. The facade of the media, gone. We now know exactly who they are, and they're not hiding anymore. They're going to, because of this election, they're going to try to convince you again. They're going to go back in hiding, but they can't. As long as we remember they're anti-God, anti-family, anti-American, anti-police, anti-human Marxists. They admit it. We must now admit it as well. To them, a child is only a human being when a mother says that it's one. To them, America is evil because our system of government and economics has resulted in wealth that others haven't achieved. To them, human beings are evil. The very air we breathe is poison to the planet. And our presence as a natural creature on this earth was a mistake and is a constant threat that must be eliminated or eradicated to save the otherwise perfect earth. To them, inequality is the greatest of the myriad list of human evils. Even though equality doesn't even exist, it doesn't exist in nature. It is scientifically and empirically idiotic. The fact that it exists proves how evil we are, how evil our system is, how horrible we are. If we even question the notion that a goal of any moral government must be equality for all human beings to them, maleness is evil because it's too powerful, too strong, too threatening to the gentle peace of humankind's perfect state, a passive, docile asexuality. To them, gender is an illusion. Marriage is a form of slavery. Sex between a man and a woman is probably rape. Whiteness is evil because not everyone is white. 
the election, the left, in politics, in media, they fully admitted who they are and what they attend. And that's because of Donald Trump. And on Trump's side, we're shy. We're too shy to be on camera, too shy to tell pollsters over the phone how we felt, too shy to volunteer, too shy to canvas our neighborhoods with pro-liberty, pro-American messages, too shy to donate. We're quiet. When we saw a friend being attacked online for posting a pro-Trump meme, did we come to their defense? According to Truth Revolt's analysis of the month leading up to the election, over 90% of Facebook political posts were anti-Trump and anti-right or pro-Biden, pro-left. Yet, Biden only got just over 50% of the popular vote. How's that possible? Because we're shy, we're quiet, we're afraid. We're afraid of ridicule, of judgment, of losing friends, of losing our jobs. We relied on the silent majority to back Trump. Well, I got news for you. We're not in the majority anymore. The question we're going to have to ask ourselves is this. How did we ever let it get this bad? How did we let our republic get to the point where more than half Americans voted for a dyed-in-the-wool swamp creature like Joe Biden with an out-and-out Marxist platform chanting Marxist slogans all the way along? How did we let our schools turn into indoctrination centers? What PTA or board meetings were we too busy to attend? Maybe the bright side of a Trump loss is we don't have him as an excuse anymore. We're going to have to fight our own battles now. And you know what? I'm up for it. He won't be there to be the left's punching bag. We're going to have to find the courage and take the risks and stand toe to toe with these people to defeat them. But you're not alone. 70 million people are willing. We're going to have to ridicule, endure the ridicule. We're old-fashioned, we're passe, we refuse to evolve, we're racist because we want secure borders, we're science deniers because we reject the Green New Deal, we're sexist because we believe in family units, we're antisocial because we believe in individuality, we're bigots because we support the police over criminals. For four years, we've had the convenience of letting Donald Trump be the target. Well, for the next four years, they're not coming after Trump, they're going to come after you and me. You ready to stand up? Have you lived enough of your time in that comfortable sofa? You are not alone. 70 million people are with you. It's time to roll up our sleeves and go to work. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Uh, when was the last time you had a really bra- uh, big break in your life? And I don't mean like, I want 20 bucks for calling in the radio because I, I know who's saying, hang on, Sloopy. No. No, I mean a real big break. A point, when, when was the last time someone offered you the opportunity to have hundreds of dollars every month? Maybe even a thousand for a long period of time. The two key words there being a month, a month, every month. I've been telling you for years at this point about American financing, how honest, how they work for you, how they don't work for the bank, 
how they're, they'll go out of their way to save you as much money as possible through debt consolidation and mortgage refinancing options. And this past year, I've been telling you that the mortgage uh, percentage rates have plunged down to the basement. People are getting rates in the threes and even in the twos at this point. So the only question I have for you is, what are you waiting for? Call American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. That's AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. Hello, Stu. Hey, Glenn. How's it going? Uh, good. I have uh, uh, Congressman uh, Gozar on from from uh, um, Arizona mm-hmm. uh, in just a few minutes, and I want to talk to him about the House. But can you give me some some uh, perspective on what is happening in the House? This is good news. Yeah, I mean, it does look like it's not great news. Yes, it looks like the Democrats news. will hold the House, though that was. overly expected not in the conversation wave yeah but not even even in a in a decent election for democrats yes they would have picked up you know 10 seats right that does not look like that's gonna there's gonna be anything close to that happening um now it does appear that they will hold the house barely which means that you probably aren't getting the the craziest stuff that democrats have to offer through this is the this is the smallest margin for the Democrats since FDR and the New Deal. And remember, that wasn't at the beginning. Yeah. This was after he started court packing and everything else where Americans were like, no, 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 no. And that, that's not decided yet, but it's, it's in the, the realm of possibility. Okay. Um, it, but it's going to be a very small margin. So that is a the Republicans did very well there. Another thing that has not been talked about yet, you may not have heard anything about this, but is going to be important in the coming years, is the 2020 election was important for, redis- uh, for uh, redistricting. Re- uh, yeah, redistricting and all, all that whole process where they talk about gerrymandering and all of that. The Democrats, if they had a blue wave election, were going to be mm-hmm. able to d- redraw districts like crazy and it was going to be a nightmare. Instead, Republicans actually picked up uh, control uh, of some of these areas and are going to be able to do what I would argue is a much better job on that process. The biggest thing right now to focus on is the Senate. There are there, We are going to come down to two runoff elections in Georgia on January 5th. It's going to essentially have the importance of a national election on one day in January in one state. Uh, the Republicans will need to win one of those, likely. And if they do, if they do, we can keep the margins in the House and the Senate. They're not going to be able to move. And I think, as uh, intended by even some Democratic voters. Mm -hmm. All right. When it comes to online shopping, uh, make sure you have honey. Because honey... well, my honey remembers all the passwords and the promo codes and the secret heathen rituals, which, uh, you know, which go on with online shopping and that I never remember. But I don't mean uh, my honey because my honey is my wife, but she uses another kind of honey. 
Uh, she went to joinhoney.com slash back, joinhoney.com slash back. She's actually been using this for a long time. Stu's wife uses it as well. Um, it's a shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. Yeah, I use it all the time. All you have to do is download Honey to your computer or your device and then shop for your favorite websites like normal. Then you just click on it. You can even earn gift card rewards when you shop with Honey, but they've already saved what 17 million members over 20 or sorry 2 billion dollars in savings find out how much it's going to save for you join honey.com slash beck that's join honey.com slash beck all right go to blaze tv.com slash glenn the promo code is glenn i'm not sure if the 30 buck thing is still available but give it a shot promo code glenn i think Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. It is Friday. Uh, we want to get long week, long week, very long week, very <laughs> long. Week. It feels like a year, doesn't it? <laughs> we have Congressman uh, Paul Gosar on with us from Arizona uh, to tell us what exactly is going on in Arizona. Uh, it shows now Biden leading by forty-seven thousand votes. It's not close, or is it, Congressman? How are you, sir? I'm doing good, Glenn. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Tell me what is happening. So what's happening is, is that uh, they underestimated what uh, the number of ballots that were actually needed to be counted. And the bunch of ballots that are, are sitting there actually had come from a time right prior to the general election where a lot of Republicans and conservatives dropped their ballots off at the uh, recorder's office and, and or voted at the last minute before the general election. Uh, the propensity of these votes uh, are about 20%, at least 20% higher for uh, Donald Trump than is uh, Joe Biden. The early ballots that were first cast that came in were, were more Biden. And that's, that's what's sort of showing through. So the, the president has actually cut Biden's lead in half, and there's still well over 300,000 uh, votes to be counted. Uh, so if he keeps at the same clip that he's been doing, we have another, another dump supposedly coming any time now. Uh, I suspect, uh, just like uh, Nate Silver did, uh, that you can take the 11 electoral ballots off of uh, uh, Joe Biden and be prepared to give them to Donald Trump. Okay, can you tell me, uh, I mean, Congressman, how is this happening in state after state after state? I mean, we have several states that look like Florida 2000, and that was an embarrassment. Oh, it really is. I mean, so all you have to go back, Glenn, is to Arizona in the 2018 Senate election. And, uh, you know, you see Martha McSally, Kirsten Sinema, uh, pre-ballots, 50-50 with Martha McSally of 20,000. Day of the election ballots, um, you see 50-50, she widens that lead. But all these emergency provisional ballots that were placed at the last minute um, uh, by the recorder, who very, uh, is very partisan, uh, it shows up to be 80-20 cinema, and she turns around and wins it. So aberrations like that are problematic. So and why? I think it gets back to it gets back to the aspect that it's the state legislatures that run uh, the election. They determine that, and the courts are supposed to basically enforce that. But that's not what we're seeing in this election. I have to tell you, somebody, we, we it's not 1857 
We have blockchain. You should be able to vote, vote when you want, how you want, using blockchain, and no one can, uh, no one can mess with that. We would have an accurate count every time. This has got to stop. It is the end of the republic if we don't trust the, the vote system. Oh, absolutely. I agree with you full-heartedly. But then look at, uh, look at the, uh, the, the, the voter logs, uh, Glenn. You know, Judicial Watch actually has sued the state of California, and by court remanding, they had to uh, purge their uh, voter list of 1.5 million voters. Did they? I don't think so. <sighs> All right. Let, can we talk about the House? Uh, this, the, the, the Democrats are in full-fledged panic. I mean, even if Donald Trump loses, if that's true, and these, let's just say these ballots are true, it shows that even Democrats, they, they may not like Trump, but they voted for Republicans in the House and the Senate because they're outperforming the, uh, the presidential ballots. That means this Marxist stuff is not real popular. Oh, I agree with you. I mean, look at the, the comments by uh, Con- Congresswoman Spanberger, who uh, barely held on to her, her uh, seat, uh, you know, in, in blue Virginia. You know, they're, they're forward, very forward to this. And, and what you saw in the, the Democratic side is you saw the progressives grow. You know, the, the uh, AOCs, the Sandys, uh, the, as Tucker calls them, the Sandinistas, grew <laughs> on that side of the party. So now there's a much bigger division. Um, there was a division going into the election because of the way Nancy Pelosi was ruling uh, with an iron fist over her uh, caucus. Now it's even worse because now you see the progressives gaining. You saw the moderates, so to speak, the, the ones that went along, they get along, uh, losing. And they're upset because there's a bunch of races still out there uh, you know, in, in question. And a lot of them from states you don't typically see, like New York, you know, in California, not good. So what are you, what are you expecting in the House? Because we were looking at it today. There's still a chance that the Republicans take the House. I don't think it's a very good chance. Uh, but the margin is going to be so small. Are they going to be able to get through the things like the new Green Deal? No, that, that, once again, there, there you see a number of uh, Pennsylvania seats that, uh, you know, people uh, were really taken off uh, because of their stand on, uh, you know, these, so to speak, green energy uh, directives, uh, dictations, uh, saying no fossil fuels. So I don't see you uh, getting anything really too much going through. Um, uh, I think everything becomes, uh, everybody tries to uh, protect their backside. And this is where local politics then really comes into play. So if you're in a fracking area like uh, Pennsylvania and Texas and uh, Ohio, uh, you're going to be very concerned about how a policy directed by uh, AOC or Raul Grijalva as Secretary of Interior uh, or Secretary of Energy uh, actually moves forward. Um, So I think that uh, it becomes gridlock, um, that you can't even pass anything let me go back to uh, Arizona, because this is happening in Pennsylvania as well. You were locked out. You were denied entry into the uh, Maricopa County Elections Center in, in Pennsylvania. 
they it was a it was a clown show in Pennsylvania yesterday. They lost a, uh, a hearing. Uh, the Democrats did. They had to allow the Dem- the Republicans in to view the counting. Why wouldn't you want people to view the counting? How? I mean, what what is your possible reasoning other than we don't want people to see what we're doing? Well, and, and you know, obviously they forgot who they work for, too. You know, the government is we the people. And, you know, transparency is everything. If you've got nothing to hide, why not have more, more uh, eyes on the prize? You know, this is, this is sacrosanct for us, you know, this, this vote. And, uh, you know, for, for me, you know, uh, I was barred uh, entry uh, because I'm on the ballot. And uh, I can understand that. But from the standpoint of those interested from both sides of the party, we did this when Donald Trump and, and uh, Hillary Clinton uh, were at, at odds. And we welcomed that oversight. That's, that's part of the, the republic. That's part of our citizens' re, uh, 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 creed. Right. Is that the, when you cast a vote, uh, it, it should be counted, but it should be done properly. Um, so uh, there's no reason why we shouldn't. And, and when you cloud it, you only make people suspect it. It's just kind of like I was telling a reporter last night. When you promise that you're going to dump a bunch of votes at 7 o'clock and you fail to do it, then you say, I'm going to do it at 1130, and you fail to do it. Then the next morning at 7 o'clock, you fail to do it. And then at, at noon, you fail to do it. You just build distrust. Trust is a series of promises kept. Keep mm-hmm. your promise. Even if you got the 40,000 instead of 70,000, mm-hmm. put them out there. You know, build trust. But, and that's, that's what Donald Trump has done. Donald Trump has said what he's going to do, and by darn, he's done it. And, you know, it, it's uh, that love-hate relationship. Jason Whitlock hit it perfectly on the head. You know, Trump followers love this president because he has honored his promises of what, he's going to, what he was going to do, and he did it. The left hates him so much. What side do you really want to be on? They don't care for George, uh, Joe Biden. He's just the alternative to Donald Trump. How sad, how sad is that, that we're electing somebody that is not good for the republic when the person that is sitting in the office is great for the republic? What do you expect if Joe Biden is declared the winner? Um, I mean, he is he's talked about going back on the the green uh, you know, Paris Accords. He has talked about uh, the uh, going back and embracing Iran. Uh, Israel said today, if that happens, there'll be war in the Middle East. I mean, how much do you think he can actually do with his margins so low? Well, you know, I, I actually think that uh, Joe Biden is the puppet. Um, he's obviously failing at some of his mental capacities. Um, I, I find it uh, uh, sad, you know, when we, we're putting an individual like this up for, in front of uh, world leaders because uh, he's just not the same Joe Biden as he was before. Now, if he thinks that he's going to, uh, you know, uh, join the, the Paris Accord, I'm sure that will happen. Um, but uh, when he tries to implement things, I think that's a different story. I think that's a really big different story because I think they're going to find it very, very hard to get their nominees through the Senate as long as we keep the Senate. I think they're going to have a very, very hard time getting any legislation or budgetary aspects other than CRs moving forward. 
Um, and and what that, that causes, Glenn, is that under a continuing resolution, you really can't start up any new programs. Yeah. And so, you know, you hate to say it, but, you know, I'm a strategist. I'm one of these people that gets stuff done. You look at how the system is, is geared and you work the system accordingly, you know, uh, until they change the rules. Your prediction for Arizona, when all the votes are, votes are counted, are we going to see a victor of Donald Trump or are we going to see litigation? What's going to happen? I'm sure you'll see litigation, but I also think that you'll see 11 electoral votes end up in Donald Trump's uh, uh, back pocket. Uh, just the, 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 the numbers don't lie. You know, 20% more propensity and what he's been clearing out of each of these dumps um, is more than enough to put him over. And, uh, you know, especially when, where these, these votes are from. There's a bunch of them from out in rural Arizona, a lot of them in my district, which Trump uh, won very handily. I mean, there's a reason why, you know, he came to my district four different times because the load of conservatives and Republicans are so overwhelming that he needed to get all those votes out to to counter places like Maricopa and Pima. And even last night, the Pima counts, he won a very liberal Tucson by 10%. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the numbers are there for him. And uh, the analytics uh, that have been done appropriately, looking at the numbers and the percentage he's taking, won't lie. It would be an outlier if he didn't. Congressman, thank you very much. God bless. Glenn, thank you for keeping all the hope. You bet. You bet. Uh, Congressman Gosar from uh, Arizona. You know, the one the one real loser in all of this is not just the media, but I think I think Fox News has gutted itself, just gutted itself over the Arizona call. It was controversial. Uh, I mean, you look, Biden is now in the lead of uh, Pennsylvania. You don't have CNN or MSNBC calling that. They're all terrified to call it because they don't want to get beat up on Twitter by the president. But they also don't want to be the first ones to do it. Fox News was the first to call Arizona alone. And and look, I, I totally agree with you that that is the vibe. There's no reason to beat up on Fox News because they made the wrong call. They're not the official people making calls. This is a larger issue with Fox News. This is this has been yes, building up is. for a long time among conservatives. And because there are shows on there that are very respectful to the president, they you know, it hasn't exploded. This is just like the it's, this, is, this is the the, the remember the, I said it, it will the, burn itself down. The, the the straw that breaks the camel's, camel's back. back. There yeah. we go. I, I knew I was going to come up with it eventually. Yeah. This is what that is. This is not a. This is not a. Look, them calling one state early is is neither no. here nor there. It's not going to be determinative in the in the president. But when you have an open rebellion between mm-hmm. the news division and oh, the yeah. uh, the hosts, you have trouble in the making. All right, what do you suppose is next year's great technology for skincare? I don't know what it is. Maybe it's usually like mud, some sort of like weird thing you pull off a tree. I don't know. They're always doing that sort of stuff. But what if there was an actual improvement that you could try for free? Right now, for a very limited time, you can get GenuCell for bags and puffiness to try for a full month for free. And you only pay shipping. You also get the GenuCell Retinol Ultra, brand new for 2021 and also free. Now, Retinol Ultra is perfect for sensitive skin. This is cutting-edge technology, uses a natural retinol alternative with all the proven clinical effects of retinol, but without the irritation. 
And again, it's also free, which means you don't even have to deal with financial irritation. You be the judge if you want wrinkle-free, clean, smooth, and vibrant skin. You want a face where you can, you know, you can't see any of those bags under the eyes or fine lines, wrinkles, crow's feet, all those fun things. Then you need to give GenuCell and GenuCell Retinol Ultra a try today. Best part about it is that uh, if you don't see results, uh, you don't pay. <laughs> it's 100% satisfaction guaranteed, no risk involved. For your 30-day risk-free trial, log on to GenuCell.com. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. That's GenuCell.com. You're listening to Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Bill O'Reilly is coming up in just a few minutes. Also, the uh, the guy from Telfalgar, the he's the... He's probably the most accurate out of of all the pollsters. Yeah, still these numbers are still settling, but uh, he was took a beating from the press, and it oh, seems he was like mocked relentlessly. Seems like his polls did pretty well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, seeing that you know uh, Biden didn't win Wisconsin by eighteen points or eleven points. No, I mean, look, you got to look at the average of polls. Uh, you know, some of his polls were accurate. Some of them, uh, he'll go through them. I'm sure. I mean, you know, uh, the, these pollsters like to talk about their work and how things went right or wrong, and mm-hmm. and you know, he, well, they don't really like to talk about how they went wrong. I've noticed they're not really. You know, they're all nerds. Everything, <laughs> and yeah. they like they are obsessed with with getting this you know stuff right and what they did right. I've listened to thousands of hours of conversations about how they've modeled these elections, and it's like you go through it and it's like I, I think they are trying to get them right. I'm not a believer in the idea that they're trying to manipulate the election. I keep hearing this the same thing of like people are like, oh these they don't understand they don't understand the Trump voter. We were lying to them. We're telling them we're voting for Biden. That's why you can't trust them because they didn't correctly detect when we lied to them. It's like, I well, wait a minute. Like, I don't uh, think that's what I don't think that's what happened. I hear that all the yeah, time. I but I don't, I don't think, think that's, that's what, what happened, happened either. I don't think uh, and I've even heard some pollsters saying it's not us. It's the network polls that you should worry about. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Everyone wants to keep their home and family safe, whether it's from a break-in, fire, flooding, or a medical emergency. Simply Safe Home Security delivers award-winning 24-7 protection. And with Simply Safe, you don't just get an arsenal of cameras and sensors. You get the best professional monitors in the business. They've got your back day and night, ready to send police, fire, or EMTs when you need them most, straight to your door. Simply Safe has an arsenal of sensors and cameras that protect every inch of your home. You can set it up yourself in about 30 minutes. It's super easy. Then Simply Safe professionals take over, monitoring your home 24-7 and ready to send help the moment there's an alarm. Plus, with Simply Safe, there's no long-term contract, no hidden fees or installation costs. Right now, you can get a free home security camera when you purchase a Simply Safe system at simplysafebeck.com. You'll also get a 60-day risk-free trial, so there's nothing to lose. Simply Safe professionals take over, monitoring your home 24-7 and ready to send help the moment there's an alarm. Simplysafebeck.com. This is the Glenbeck Program. I want to talk to you a little bit about the zebra. Okay, here's what it is. It's not a trip to the zoo. The zebra is a way for you to actually uh, find the best rates for your coverage in your state for your car. Uh, if you are looking for um, any kind of uh, car insurance, the Zebra is going to help you so much. It is really amazing. It's the nation's leading car insurance comparison site. 
It's the only place you compare quotes side by side from over 100 providers and then choose the best for you within 90 seconds. It is so easy. Plus, they'll never sell your information to the spammers, so you're not going to get all kinds of emails. They don't work for any of them. or They work for you. You just answer a few quick questions, simple, fast form. They'll find the best rates and coverage in your state. The best part, it's completely free. You can save up to $670 a year using the zebra.com. So find the best rate for you right now. It's the zebra, T H E Z E B R A, the zebra.com slash Beck. The zebra.com slash Beck. All right. Let's, uh, we have Bill O'Reilly coming up in just a second. You know, I've been working on something uh, here in the commercial breaks uh, about. Uh, about a, a we have to we have to bring back the idea of the 912 project come on in Stu. you have to we have to bring back the idea of the uh the 912 project and that is not about politics but the original idea was about education we must educate our children we must educate ourselves and i'm going to i'm going to talk about this coming up in uh in just a little while Also, at the uh, bottom of the hour, we have the chief pollster from the Trafalgar Group, uh, Robert uh, Cahaley. 45 seconds. And and he is going to be, he's going to be, what, Stu? He's going to be joining us here in just a second uh, after Bill O'Reilly. But his his job has been uh, remarkable. Uh, He is, um, he has gotten this right every step of the way closer than anyone else and he was mocked and ridiculed we're going to talk to him in just a second also bill o'reilly coming up America, it's Friday. Well, the networks still have not called the vote. The uh, count in Pennsylvania has now flipped. It's now in favor of Biden. It looks like Arizona is close to flipping the other way for uh, Donald Trump. It looks like he's going to take Arizona. This thing could be called today. Let's get some perspective. Mr. Bill O'Reilly joins us in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, Friday has arrived, which means the weekend is finally here. (sighs) Love saying that again. For a while, it didn't matter. Now it does again. (laughs) It's Friday. Yeah. Remember when the concept of weekends went away for a while? Weren't sure they were coming back? Well, they're back. Do a lot of things over the weekend. You know, I relax. Uh, then I, uh, you know, I relax with my family and then I, I relax, you know, as I go to bed and, and sleep in, you know, and then I relax a little bit while I'm napping, uh, on Sunday afternoon. 
And uh, I just kind of let myself go, you know, eat what I want as I relax while I uh, eat. And I even relax now while I'm making meals because I have a rec tech. Yeah, I can cook. I can cook everything on the grill and the uh, smart grill technology will keep the temperature exactly the way it's supposed to be. It will tell me when the meat is done. So all I have to do really is just put it on the grill, push start, then get it when it's done. I mean, it's great. It's a rec tech. Uh, I'll be inside relaxing this weekend. I'm going to try to squeeze in a little more relaxing, but I got a lot of relaxing to do and a little bit of cooking with rec tech. R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. Rec tech with a Q dot com. Guy who never relaxes. His pajamas actually uh, is a suit with a zipper in the front. And wingtip shoes for his feeties there in his feety pajamas. Mr. Bill O'Reilly, how are you, sir? Uh, I just found 100,000 write-in votes. <laughs> Did you? The post office mistakenly delivered to really? me instead huh. of a guy in Philadelphia. Wow. That's yeah, a, I have them, that's I have them in, in my garage. Really? Now, you have so. them in your garage. And then yeah, what is the percentage of those 100,000 that are going for Donald Trump? 100%. A hundred percent. Wow. Yeah. It Why? usually doesn't happen that way, Bill. It usually no, it, it's no, usually no, no, more like uh, it's, it's a little a closer. Pennsylvania <laughs> that people don't know about. Right. The right. law in Pennsylvania says it's illegal to vote for a Republican by mail. Right. Right. You or at that? least have a bunch of ballots in your uh, in your garage that have any votes for a Republican. That's, no, you can't have them. Can't have them. In, in Pennsylvania, they can't have them. <laughs> Welcome, Mr. Bill O'Reilly, the author of the new book, Killing Crazy Horse. Uh, Bill, where are we and what do you think is happening? Well, I think there would be a recount of the vote in Georgia, which will hold up certification of Joe Biden as president. There may be a recount in Pennsylvania as well. It'll be more difficult to get it there because Democrats control the state. We're in Georgia. Republicans control the state. Um, But in Georgia, it's a certainty there'll be a recount of the whole uh, election. And it'll take some time. Um, In Arizona, you said that Biden uh, may lose the state. But, hey, Fox News has called it uh, for Biden. I know. They called it with one vote counted. It was... It was great. Yeah, you can't. So, uh, and then Nevada, uh, they just basically issued a press release. I don't know whether you saw this, which says, oh, we don't want to count the votes. It's too hard. <laughs> so there's not going to do not it. What, that's not yeah. what, no, that's not what they said. Well, it was close yesterday when they said, somebody asked him, why did you stop counting the votes? And then the Secretary of State or whatever it is out there is in charge. He goes, well, well we were tired. Anyway, we had to stop. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah it well, <laughs> that's why, you know, honestly, we tell that to our soldiers once in a while in war. We're like, hey, guys, yeah, hey, we didn't hey, we on. didn't know it was going to be this hard to take that hill. Yeah, it's, uh, it's too much. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to keep a sense of humor about this. I know people are furious, and they should be. I just wrote a message of the day saying, look, um, this is Keystone Cops. Uh, but it was predictable, and, and this is a very interesting angle to this whole thing. You'll remember that last summer, 
Donald Trump was confronted with questions, and it went on and on for about a week about, are you going to leave if you lose? Remember that? Yeah. Are you going to leave the White House if you're going to lose? Mm-hmm. And it was like a carousel. He said the same thing. He goes, yeah, but, uh, you know, we're going to make sure it's an honest election. And then the next day, it was the same question, the same answer. And that struck me as very, very strange back then. All right? Why, why are you doing that? You didn't ask Barack Obama that uh, in, in his last few months before the vote. So um, I, I noted it, and I noted that Trump said very specifically, if, it, if it's honest, you know, if it's an honest count, why would he be even, why would that be in his head? So I think what happened was that this COVID thing provided cover for largely Democratic states to basically shift the vote to the mail, which is much harder to regulate. Now, I saw Mara Eliason. You know she, you know she is? Yes, the NPR woman yeah, that's yeah, on yeah, Fox. Yeah, yeah. All right. So Mara Eliason goes, oh, oh, that, hey, oh, oh, Georgia's a Republican state. So I mean, uh, how can you accuse Georgia? But this isn't about Georgia. This is about Fulton County. That's Atlanta. Atlanta. That's where all of this is happening. I beg your, I beg to differ with you. They had a pipe burst, and that that water main burst in just happened to burst in the same room where all of those ballots were. And who could have seen that? They always keep really important stuff right by the water main. But now I understand that that wasn't in the room. The pipe burst was uh, not even close to the votes. They, they were just upset because the pipe burst. And then, of course, Nevada said, hey, we can't be counting votes when a pipe burst in Georgia. I mean, yeah, come on. <laughs> Who would do that? <laughs> so bizarre is the word of the day. Now, let's get serious. So if Donald Trump wants to convince the nation that this is a fraud, that he had a 600,000 vote lead in Pennsylvania on Election Day, but he lost by 100,000 four days later. If he wants to convince people it's a fraud, he's got to find physical evidence. You do. All right, so they've got to find ballots, and that shouldn't be that hard to do, because we're talking about a lot of votes. In Wisconsin, in Michigan, in Georgia, in Pennsylvania. Interestingly enough, in North Carolina, there hasn't been this problem. I, uh, I don't really understand. North Carolina, they haven't called it, but Trump's going to win it. But they haven't been fluctuating that much in that. So what's the difference between Georgia and North Carolina? Uh, they share a border up in the northwest part of both states. Um, so... I'm I'm confused, and I think everybody's confused, but everybody's angry. So you can imagine if if the courts would rule in Trump's favor, then they (laughs) come out and and start to burn down the cities. Right. That's what they'll do. Um, So we're in a mess now. This is a mess for this country, and it's not. There's no easy way out of this. So here's here's here's. Let me just say what I think. Let me just say what I feel. I feel that if Donald Trump can't come up with hard evidence, if he can't, you have to have evidence. If you can't come up with evidence in any of these states, um, then the American people are just not going to back it. You You can't just say they're stealing it. You have to say, well, for instance, in Philadelphia, 
they kick the guys out. Okay, then when you were kicked out, all of those ballots need to be recounted with people looking directly over the shoulder. I want to look at all of those ballots that were counted. Rudy Giuliani told me yesterday that they are separate. You can find those votes. Good. Then that's what we do. Find the votes. But you can't just say um, they're stealing the election. I think they I think they are. I think there's funny business going on everywhere, but I don't have any evidence of it yet. And I, all the evidence that I do see, you know, uh, in Michigan, where they're taking in the 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 wagon and, and everything else that turned out to be camera crew. That's the way they travel with the cameras. Um, there's all of these things that are being said that that just aren't true. Uh, but we, we have to have real evidence. I agree with you, but I take it a step further. If you're going to recount in Georgia and you're going to recount in Pennsylvania, you can't have the locals do it. All right, you've got to move in federal election people from the uh, the election commission. I would be okay with that as long as yeah, you, I mean, as, you as long as you had locals. it balanced, Republican and Democrat, both. Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. You have fifty-fifty. Uh, but you, the lo- if the locals are going to cheat once, they'll cheat twice. And they yes. don't want to get caught cheating because they're yes. going to go to prison. And okay, I don't so. know. I, I honestly don't know any American. I, I know a lot of people who are in politics that wouldn't mind. But I don't know any American that wants this, to, that, that wants to win by cheating. I wow. do. I mean, uh, there are zealots that would cheat. I know. No, 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 I know that. But I mean, the average American doesn't no, want right. that. I mean, uh, most, for sure. Most Americans are angry right now, but over the weekend when they're napping along with you, okay, <laughs> and they wake up, they'll, they'll say, hey, you know, it's, this is bad for the country. We might hate Joe Biden, all right, and we might think that uh, Trump got hosed, but the longer this goes on, the worse it is for the country. But it will go on. And if the Trump people find, and they're looking, if they find hard evidence of fraud, then this election is going to be put into the Supreme Court. Now, everyone should know, listening to the Glenn Beck radio program right now, that the federal judges, including those on the Supreme Court, do not want to decide Mm -mm. this election. Nope. All right? That's not what they want to do. They're not relishing this at all. Because then you're basically having a president by judicial fiat, no matter how they rule. So they would have to have, they being the Trump administration, very compelling evidence, not anecdotal evidence, hard stuff you can see, that there was fraud. But if they do, then it will go to the Supreme Court. Right. And, and I think people will, will uh, fight for it on both sides. Um, but if you have compelling evidence, you, but you have to have compelling evidence, you can't just keep repeating the mantra. They're stealing the election. They're stealing the election, even though that's what it feels like. Show it to me. All right. But look, you got to have a little time to, I agree. Yeah, I agree. And that's not to smart. Trump was smart to come out last night and do what he did. He was smart. He was composed. Well, I have to tell you, I didn't have a problem with anything he said last night, but the media no, was, they were crazy. Of course, because they're worried about it. All right. So, but I'm watching Trump and I'm skeptical. I mean, all right, let's see. 
All he did was set the table. He didn't serve the entree. He set the table. Mm-hmm. He said, we think there's fraud, and we're going to investigate it. Should and be. And then we'll let you know. Should but be. But that takes time. Yes. It takes time. Right. I have so no- right now. Correct. What Americans need to do is step back. All right. The Senate will, even if there's a runoff in Georgia, but there may not be with a recount. See, I think the recount in Georgia is very, very important. Okay, very important. Um, the Senate will be controlled by Republicans. It'll probably be fifty-one forty-nine. So somebody's going to have to have a conversation with Lisa Murkowski up in Alaska. But McConnell then becomes the most powerful man in the country, not Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. I think people understand this. All right, because McConnell will be able to say, this is what we're going to vote on, and this is what we're not going to vote okay, on. Okay, so hang on just a second, because I want to talk to you about the House and the Senate in, in detail, but let me take a quick one-minute break. Tell you about Car Shield. When it comes to safeguarding your car against disasters that might come your way, the number one place to turn to is Car Shield. They have customizable monthly plans with low rates. You have the freedom to choose whether you have your car worked on you know, by your own mechanic or the dealership. I mean, I'd have it done by the dealership just because then you just I mean, then you just continue to keep your your uh, mechanic book up and they're using all of the right parts and and everything else. But it's up to you. They deal with them directly. So you don't have to pay the mechanic. You don't have to pay the dealership to do the work they do. So you just bring your car in. Car Shield takes care of the rest. They've already helped over a million customers uh, and they have saved me probably $10,000 in the last uh, three years because I had a really expensive uh, chip go in one of my trucks. Don't tread car repairs. Get coverage today. See why CarShield's cars go further. 800-665-2157. Mention the promo code BECK or visit carshield.com. Use the promo code BECK. Save 10%. carshield.com. Promo code BECK. Deductible may apply. 10 seconds. Station ID. Let's take the uh, ballots uh, at this point on face value just for this conversation. Um, Bill, it shows that even Democrats had to have voted for Republicans in the Senate and in the House because the House is close. Uh, I mean, it could be taken over by the Republicans. I don't think it will be, but it's going to be close. The margin of 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 control there is really thin. Um, what you have is a repudiation of the far left. Yes. But the hatred of Donald Trump prevented Republicans from really capitalizing on that. Mm-hmm. All right. So there were a lot of split tickets and that's what happened in Georgia. If you look at, um, the ticket there, there were people went out of their way to vote against Donald Trump, apparently, because that shouldn't have been as close, close. as it was because Correct. the Republican uh, senator uh, got a lot more votes, not a lot more, but more Enough. votes than, than Donald Trump. Yeah. So and people basically said, look, I hate the far left, but I, don't, I also hate Trump, and I'm going to vote against everybody I hate. So what the upshot in the House of Representatives is, is that Pelosi is weakened. 
because her own party doesn't like her anymore. They may, they're may they not going to say anything because she'll withhold money, but she's weakened, all right? But it'll still be Democrat. It'll do what Joe Biden wants or whoever is telling Joe Biden what to do. Yeah, but it's but it's also there is the split. The, the hard left became stronger. Uh, and, you know, the the middle of the road, if there even is one anymore in, in the Democrats, they are they are quite outspoken. You almost cost me an election by talking about Marxism and yeah, defund the absolutely. cops. They are pissed. They are but pissed. when it comes to actually voting, if they don't vote, whatever the Democrats have put up, they don't get any money for their reelection campaign. I've been saying this for years to my right. audience. Right. All right. So if you're a Democrat and you don't like what's going on, my congressman here on Long Island, Swazi, he didn't want to vote for impeachment. He didn't want to. I know him. I know him real well. But he had to or he wouldn't have gotten it done. He lost, unless their mail-ins come in here, and that might happen. But he lost. Where I live in New York, the bluest of the blue, the two Long Island counties both went for Trump. Mm-hmm. So there is a repudiation of the defund the police madness. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. But because of the hatred for Donald Trump, the Republicans were not able to capitalize as much as they could have. So people need to remember, people love Donald Trump. They go out and stand in a cold to see him. All right. He's got an unbelievable, passionate following. Yeah. But that passion cuts both ways. Yes. Um, Bill, so are we, is the Republic in better shape than you thought or worse shape than you thought? Worse. Why? This mail-in racket, Congress oh, it's gotta has got to impose national standards for our elections. Yeah, it, it has to happen. It won't, right. especially with the Democrats in charge. It won't. And you know what? They're not alone in playing this. There is also Republicans that have played in this racket as well. And that's why we don't have something like blockchain protecting our, our votes. That's right. Because we have, but, people want those margins uh, to be able to play in. I don't think the folks do. No, the right? votes don't. But the, I, I want to see a bill introduced by Ted Cruz or somebody that says states can run the elections, but they have to adhere to national standards. And part of that bill is Nevada can no longer vote for anything again. <laughs> oh, I can't believe if wanna, that. If you don't want to count the votes, you can't vote. I can't, and, and the final thing I want to say is that Crazy Horse would have hated this. All right. Crazy Horse and his and his warriors would have hated the campaign and hated the vote and have been very upset because the Native American tribes didn't have any chaos. All right? They had their leaders, they they had their policies, and it was none of this. There were no write-in ballots at the Little Bighorn. No write-in ballots. No. All bullets and arrows. Right, and the chief was there. You, I mean, they counted every single vote. Right. right. And Sitting Bull was the guy in charge. And what Sitting Bull said went. And the Native Americans for thousands of years functioned pretty well on that. That's right, because Sitting Bull was sitting on a bunch of anti-Sitting Bull ballots. That's the truth. Uh, the author of the new book, Killing Crazy Horse, which is always great, from Bill O'Reilly. Bill, thanks for joining us. 
Uh, back in just a second with the one pollster that really seemed to get it right. Trafalgar, next. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Now, maybe you're the kind of person that likes to sleep on uncomfortable sheets with an uncomfortable pillow. Fair enough if you are. You know, there's weirdos out there everywhere. But if you like to climb into bed at the end of the day and feel like you're sleeping on a cool, comfortable cloud, oh, yeah, then you need to go right now to MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. They have the Giza Dream Sheets. They're once again at two-for-one low price, plus free shipping when you use the promo code BACK. Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee, but you're not going to need that because once you've slept on the Giza uh, Dream Sheets, there's no going back. MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials and check out the two-for-one low price on the Giza Dream Sheets. Plus free shipping. Honestly, the best sheets I've ever slept on. You'll find deep discounts on other MyPillow products as well. Enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. Get the great radio specials now, including the two-for-one on the Giza Dream Sheets at MyPillow.com. Promo code BECK. All right, go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. You'll save 30 bucks on your subscription to Blaze TV. So I was watching uh, the poll Trafalgar uh, on election night because I thought they were the most they were going to be the most accurate. And when when they called uh, Florida and Georgia and North Carolina started looking so good, uh, I really thought he was going to get the rest of the the map right. Uh, He called uh, Pennsylvania for Donald Trump. Uh, He called Ohio for Donald Trump, Texas for Donald Trump, Arizona for Donald Trump, Nevada for Donald Trump. He was wrong in Nevada, way wrong in Nevada. Uh, Arizona, we don't know yet. Um, Pennsylvania, if I mean, I wish I just had confidence that this was not uh, dirty in Pennsylvania. Well, I mean, look, the, this is the way these elections work is that it's the responsibility of the Trump uh, campaign mm-hmm. uh, to go through and look through these things and try to identify the fraud if it, if it, if it exists. That's uh, that's the system we have, and they're going to do everything they can. We talked to Rudy Giuliani yesterday. He's going to do everything he can to try to figure right. out what should be allowed and what shouldn't. I like what uh, Bill and I were talking about, and that is federal election, even d- r- Democrat and Republican, evenly spread, looking at a recount and doing a recount uh, in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I, I wonder. The margin looks like it's going to be. It's not going to be a few thousand votes in Pennsylvania. It's going to wind up being tens of thousands of votes. So uh, I don't know what their what their trigger is trigger is for a recount. Um, but Georgia is probably at a trigger, aren't they? Georgia, I would assume is. I know Wisconsin is, which they've the, the president's already filed for a recount, recount there. Yeah. But it's a twenty thousand vote uh, situation, so we don't know. Why um, we had uh, Arizona's going to be t- close to. We had Gozar on this morning, uh, and he said uh, he's a congressman from Arizona. He said Trump is going to win that. They're forty-seven thousand down in Arizona. I don't know that I would agree. I would say I would again. I'm not to 
the you know, I mean, he's a congressman. You may have information I don't. But my my take on it is that he's probably going to lose, but it's going to be close. I think he's going to come back. You know, there may be votes at the end as well. Um, uh, the the uh, the secondary. You know, I'm trying to think of what the word is. That I'm, I'm my brain is completely fried. No, my brain is completely fried. The the provisional ballot ballots oh, is what okay. I'm talking about. Those are the last thing counted. Those probably will go back to Democrats. It's not impossible to see a situation where you see, and everyone will love this, that it goes red and then back to blue. I wouldn't be shocked to see that. Bottom line here, though, is Arizona is probably not going to be determinative in the in who wins the presidency. I mean, I you know, honestly, Pennsylvania is going to be enough for Joe Biden anyway. It looks like Biden's going to win Georgia as well. Uh, North Carolina. It, they're not calling it because there's a lot of ballots still outstanding. My guess is he holds on there, but it's going to get a lot closer than it looks right right at this moment. Uh, and uh, where else do we have? Do we have any other? Which other one? Oh, Nevada is not close. Not the, even close. The, the real, real reason why Nevada is not being called is uh, largely because Fox News called Arizona. And if they call Arizona and Nevada, they'd have to call the election for mm-hmm. the, for Biden. So people are kind of staying away from that. I mean, Nevada, you know, it's it's early enough that it could you never the restraint, know, but it's, it's 90% of the vote left is in Clark County and and it's mail-in votes. So it's not only a democratic county, it's also democratic leaning right, ballots. Right. So there's and also Biden's already ahead there. So likely uh, Nevada's going to have be not 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 going to be a huge problem for Biden. And look, you know, if there is real fraud and they have evidence of it, you never know what's going to happen. But if you take that out of the analysis, right? Like if you're looking at this from you play a baseball game, if something in the middle happens, and I know you know this because you know sports so well, Glenn. Oh, of course. But you can play a game under protest. And you know, then, I'm in the Hall of Fame uh, under the sports category. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure. Something like that. Yeah. So you play a game and you can play it under protest and you finish the game out and you have a score and then they determine, well, you know what, that sh- we should address that or not. You have a way of, of challenging it later. Mm-hmm. It's hard to win those. Mm-hmm. But if you do, maybe you get, uh, you know, a way to look back at what happened. If if you do, if we if there is no protest here, though, the election is, you know, Donald Trump is not going to win this election, but he might win 10 extra yards. It's, I was making a baseball point, oh, okay. but uh, no. So, no, it wouldn't. Well, be I'm a I have my doctorate in football. So. <laughs> you can tell. Uh, yeah. uh, so the the we're waiting for the guy from Trafalgar. I think we're just going to have to cancel him uh, because it's it's running too late now. But okay. um, we can get him on uh, next. I mean, like it yeah. wouldn't be bad to wait a little while anyway, because everyone's all fired up about pollsters right at this minute. And this fades. I'm going to wait, wait until uh, we'll do a uh, I, I don't think this is going to fade for me. Um, I, I, you know, Trafalgar had Biden up by one nationally. Mm-hmm. Okay. Biden won. CNN oh, eight. Mm-hmm. Um, CNBC eight. I mean, nobody was really even close. Let's go to uh, let's go to our uh, our guest here. He just uh, just got on uh, Robert uh, Kahaley. Hi, Robert. How are you? Yes, fine, sir. Yeah, you uh, you've gone from the guy that everybody was mocking in the media to uh, oh, better shut our mouth. It uh, looks like he was right. Well. I, I can't say I'm, I'm shocked that happened. I kind of expected it. <laughs> yeah. You, I heard an interview with you where you said you had 27 characteristics of Trump voters. Uh, and you had gone back and really tried to understand the Trump voter. What is it that you understood? What, what are those characteristics? Oh, now, I would never. 
the last time I told people some of my secret sauce was when I talked about the neighbor question and those scrupulous pollsters, especially the ones that work for Fox News, copied my my tactic. So I, I'm not going to give out any more details like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you understand, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but no, it, it was one of those things that um, it was actually 57 characteristics and, and somebody had to meet. I believe our, our number was 12 of them for us yeah. to consider them to be likely. And this was describing what we call Trump surge voters, which are low propensity voters that we expect to participate in the election, even though they've been dormant for quite some time. So can can you see, Robert, if the if the president doesn't win, does this coalition that was rallying around him, does it stay together? Was it really about him or was it about somebody who's getting the job done? I think it started as a, I mean, I always explain what I believe to the Trump phenomenon is, is you don't, you look at government and you think you see it as a well old machine for the rich and the famous and the powerful. And you just wanted to throw a monkey wrench in it, and Trump was the monkey wrench. You didn't really care whether the monkey wrench was dented. You didn't care it was damaged. You didn't, it didn't matter. You wanted to gum up the works. So it started as just being, hey, this guy looks like he'll disrupt everything, so let's try this. It became when he actually did a lot of what people asked him to do, and he turned out to be as conservative as he said he was going to be, which shocked people. Yeah. Then it became about him. So the real question for the Republican Party, if, if this thing continues to go the way it's going with, and Trump is not going to be returned, is which direction are you going to go? Is the Republican mm-hmm. Party going to go back to, to you know, the Mitt Romney-Ryan uh, party, or is it going to be the Trump party, or is it going to split? I and think— the first test— Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. The first, the first The first test of that is going to be as— you know, when the RNC picks a chairman without a president, they're going to have an election. And whoever wins that election is going to send a signal as to which direction this party's going. When you, be in January. When, you, uh, when you look at the Democrats, uh, it, it, the House and the Senate, uh, those votes seem to indicate that the Marxist thing is not one with the people, even some Democrats. I I think they recognize that in this year they thought, I mean, listen, as much as we don't, most of us don't like her, Nancy Pelosi's been in an unenviable position. She's got Democrats who want her to kind of stay mainstream, stay, you know, institutional Democrats, and then she's got these crazy people who are pushing her hard to go to the left. She went a little too far that way, and now the rest of the Democrats are going, you went too far. Now, look, you had this great opportunity to pick up all these seats and you didn't do it. So I think there's, yes, I think there's a little civil war going on within the Democrat Party. They got to decide, just as the Republicans need to decide who they're going to be, the Democrats are going to have to decide who they're going to be. And the first sign of that is going to be what, if Biden is successful, what that Biden cabinet looks like. How many of the, how many of the polls that, uh, you know, are competitors of you, how many of these do you think were honestly wrong, and how many of them do you think were uh, voter suppression wrong? Well, I mean, I guess you're trying to ask me to say which ones are crooked and which ones are incompetent. Um, yeah, I'm not asking you which ones, but I'm, I'm asking you, is there... Is, <laughs> you want a ratio. I got it. I yeah. got it. Okay. Um, 
I would say, uh, I would say seven, seven out of 10, I think were trying to please the groups they were working for. I mean, I, I've said this, and that, that one of the hardest things you have to do, and you've got to buck up and do this as a pollster, is deliver somebody news they don't like. It is hard as heck to look at somebody who has written you a very generous check and say, these survey results do not say what you want them to say. And a lot of people say, well, you know, I'll just kind of make them happy. Mm. Boy, isn't that dangerous? It's a hard thing to do. Yeah, I know, but it's... it's It's a hard thing to do. That's the that's the reason why companies fail. They'll hire consultants to don't have the balls to say what's really going on. They'll say what management wants to hear so they can keep their uh, sweet their sweet contract, and uh, the company ends up failing and everybody loses. Um, Robert, could you hang on just a second? We're running a little late. Can you hang on and uh, yeah, I want to talk to you about what's happening now in in uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, more with the chief pollster of Trafalgar, the most accurate uh, in calling this election. All right. Simply safe. The statistics are out there that one out of every five houses has home security and there's a break in somewhere every 20 seconds. But those those are just numbers to you. I mean, it's not going to happen to you because you're you. Well, here's the problem. Uh, the country is has really lost its mind. It's going insane. Uh, and uh, security is going to play a role in all of our lives. Uh, it's not a pretty scenario, but this is why you need Simply Safe. With Simply Safe, you're going to get state of the art cameras and sensors to protect every inch of your home inside and out, and professional around the clock monitoring for 50 cents a day. Imagine the peace of mind you'll have knowing that your home and everything and everyone in it is protected by the best home security in the business. Get a free home security camera when you purchase a Simply Safe system now at simplysafebeck.com. You'll also get a 60 day risk free trial. Nothing to lose. Simply simplysafebeck.com free security camera simplysafebeck.com this is the glenbeck program this is the glenbeck program robert kahaley he is the chief pollster at the trafalgar group the most accurate of all the pollsters and a guy who just took just relentless beatings uh, but he's been right now. He's really successful in the last few elections. Um, and you called several states uh, correctly that everybody else had way wrong. You had uh, you had Wisconsin uh, within one. Um, Pennsylvania is one that you got wrong. But it was in, you just said that Biden would uh, Trump would take it by two. So I wanted to ask you. Is that in the margin of error, and was this one just too close, or do you think that something else is wrong? Well, a lot of people have rest. Well, we lost you. Hello? Are you there? Are you there? Jack from Twitter has censored his comments. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Some of the content of this phone call may be in question. Uh, Robert, are you there? Robert, are you there? No, call him back. Call him back. Oh, damn Jack. Yeah, I've been interested to ask him about one thing he seems to have really been able to figure out that other pollsters haven't is this sort of Rust Belt region, you know, where 
that this is the second presidential election in a row where there was a systemic error error in that region specifically where like you see like everyone misses states everyone misses by a few points like the polls are not supposed to give you the exact vote totals they're supposed to give you a good idea uh, in the in the area of what's supposed to happen but like wisconsin the average poll was something like seven or eight points and trump is going to barely lose it Mm-hmm. You know, Ohio is another one. The average poll was around even in Ohio and Trump won it by eight. This region seems to be stunning uh, pollsters over and over again. Mm-hmm. And and Robert seems to have it uh, a Nailed, better handle on it than anybody say, else. He's not going to say no, how. He's not to say how, but I'm yeah. curious if that if, if you know, is that how this stuff happens? I mean, if you look at the Reuters poll, though, they had Biden by 10. New York in, Times by 11 in Wisconsin. No, the whole the for the, for oh, the national, presidential national. national. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. That's uh, that is Wisconsin. OK, yeah, that is Wisconsin. Yeah, I mean, look, part of this, too, is you can always talk about these things. There, You know, there's could be late movement. There's lots of different reasons why it's best to look at the mm. average of polls, I find, uh, to give you a sense of what they you know believe as a whole. And Robert was included in that average and helped the average because he was a lot closer than a lot of these other guys. I mean, some people, there was that one poll that had Wisconsin plus 17, which I don't think anyone took seriously, but still. It It goes to the psyche. I mean, that's the problem with these polls is it's when you show 17, when you show Biden up by 11 in the New York Times, uh, you know, it goes to the psyche. The, the only thing that the Trump people had going for them is that they uh, they didn't believe any of these polls. I mean, all the way to the end. So does it go to the psyche if they don't believe them? No, I think this is a new development, though. I think I think the credibility of. Oh, he's there. OK, hang on just a second. Uh, Robert, are you there? Yes, sir. OK, I'm sorry. We lost you. I was asking about Pennsylvania. So do you do you think oh, so? Wow, you didn't hear any of that. I didn't hear any of that. No. Oh, geez. Okay. We have 30 well, seconds. I'm going to have to hold you over now because now I've only got 30 seconds for an answer that I really want to hear. Do you have time to hang? Yes. I have, okay. Yeah. I can do when you come back. Okay. No, no, right. not, I mean, what I got to say takes more than 30 seconds. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. I got it. Okay. We'll be back in just a second uh, with uh, Trafalgar, the Trafalgar Group and Robert Cahaley, who's been literally doing this into politics since he was 10 going door to door and he's got some secret sauce that no other pollster has back in just a second hey everybody knows paypal but did you know that they were teaming up with honey to save you money honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart and now it's part of the paypal family just add honey to your computer and shop on all of your favorite sites like normal when it comes to checkout just click the little apply coupons button when it pops up a few seconds later honey scans the database for all the working coupons on the web and watch your price drop honey works on nearly every online store walmart doordash home depot uh lululemon macy's honey has found over two billion dollars in savings that's why they have over a hundred thousand five-star reviews on google chrome store not using honey is literally passing up free money it is free to use and installs in just a couple of seconds get money for free by joining honey join honey.com slash back that's join honey.com slash back this is the glenbeck program I want to talk to you about Not Free America. Not Free America is um, 
is a great book that was written by the guy who started the biggest civil rights uh, uh, law firm uh, in the country, the pro bono. And uh, this not free America points out, hey, this has been happening for a long time. This didn't this we didn't lose our start losing our rights on COVID-19 or, you know, George Floyd murder. This has been happening for a very long time. And we've just been asleep at the switch. It's also not just going to tell you the problems. It also will give you some solutions. And you can go right now to NotFreeAmerica.com. You can take the uh, Liberty Pledge and order your copy of this book to stop the overreaching abuse of the government and what actions you can take so we can all do better and we can fix the nation. It's going to take every single one of us, as you're seeing in this election, it's close. We are on the verge of losing our nation. Uh, and there's some good things about this election. It shows 70 million of us are willing to stand up. We are awake. Uh, let's just make sure that we now do something with this uh, wokeness in the proper sense. Uh, visit notfreeamerica.com today. That's notfreeamerica.com. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. We have so much information to shoehorn into today's show. In the, this last hour, we're going to talk uh, with David Barton, who has been looking at the House and the Senate, what this actually means, how close this is. Um, it looks like we're going to hold on to the Senate. At this point, it looks like we're not going to hold on to the presidency. Uh, but the House is in disarray, and Nancy Pelosi is on the ropes. We'll talk about that. We're also, we also have uh, Robert Cahaley on. He's from the Trafalgar Group, the most accurate pollster in the nation now. And uh, he was about to tell us what's going on in Pennsylvania. He called that for Trump by two points. Is that the margin of error, or what are we seeing now on the ground? Robert Cahaley and David Barton and so much more in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, I want to talk to you about our uh, sponsor this, uh, this half hour. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you uh, for... Uh, uh, for your sponsorship for the people at Temp and Toss. And when I say that, I'm talking about two women in particular uh, that started their own business and they're fans of ours. And they said, when, when COVID hit, we knew we could do good and we knew you were the guy to, to help us get the word out. And that's why their sponsor, Temp and Toss, has been taking temperatures uh, and uh, doing it in a completely different way. And it happened to coincide uh, it's serendipity or a blessing uh, happened to uh, coincide with COVID. What they have is the first paper thermometer strip available for retail. There's no mylar in it. There's no battery. If you've ever tried to take a temperature of a baby, it's impossible. Uh, but you can, you just put this little strip on their forehead and it can stay there all day. And you know, instantly, and it is the most consistent temperature 
of any of the thermometers out there. They use them in hospitals now, and Ford Motor Company is using them at the uh, at their factories because the, the Tempentos is now including a dispenser box with options for three thousand or five thousand in a roll. So if you have an office and you're you're going to be taking people's temperatures all the time. This is the way to buy it. It's disposable. It is really, really great. You can also buy them just in, I think, CVS or Walgreens. You can just pick them up. It's called Temp and Toss. Temp and Toss. Available now at tempandtoss.com slash back to work. That's tempandtoss.com slash back to work. All right. Let me go back uh, quickly uh, to uh, Robert Cahaley, chief pollster of the Trafalgar Group. Robert, when last we left our, left our episode, you were talking to us about um, uh, Pennsylvania, and you called it for Donald Trump, and you were right on the money on so many things. Is this just the margin of error, or do you think something is going on in Pennsylvania? Well, uh, two days before the election, I sent out a tweet that said, note, we are projecting Trump to win in Pennsylvania, but this projection is based on absentee ballots with verified postmarks and matching voter signatures. I knew this was going to happen. I've been paying attention to Pennsylvania for a long time. So I still think if you have matching uh, postmarks and verified voter signatures, he will win Pennsylvania. If you don't, I think he'll lose Pennsylvania. Hmm. And that's why I said it in advance. This isn't me spinning after the fact. I said it in advance. As a matter of fact, a week ago, President Trump was actually talking about me in Pennsylvania who said that I thought he had to win Pennsylvania by four or five to avoid the built-in voter fraud. Yeah. I was he retweeted the video of me talking about that with Mark yeah. McCallum. I was saying the same thing um, because I, I knew that there would be voter fraud, especially in Pennsylvania. It was so screwed up, and they were changing the laws every 10 seconds. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's not exact Philadelphia in particular, not exactly corruption free. Uh, and, uh, but it looked like at that night he had that lead. He had more than that lead. Well, the, the number one thing, if there was such a thing as a banana Republic training Academy, the number one thing they would teach you at that is the way to steal an election is know how everybody voted. And then be able to see which precincts you can add ballots to so it doesn't look so suspicious. Mm -hmm. So when everybody else seems to be able to get their stuff counted and you seem to purposely be finding ballots, I mean, nobody wants anybody to be disenfranchised. For every ballot that is sent that somebody did reply is a person at a nursing home, a person whose ballot was stolen from their mailbox, a a person who never saw their ballot, who has been disenfranchised themselves. And I'm as concerned about that disenfranchisement as anyone. But there's nothing wrong with matching signatures. There's nothing that's uh, uh, violating one's rights to do that. No. And this this business of doing it after the fact, and don't get me wrong, I'm not confident at all what's going on here in Atlanta is any better. And it seems to only be happening in Democratic districts. Am I wrong with that? No, I mean... it's it's of great concern. I mean, you you mean you you have big. I mean, Houston is a Democrat city. Uh, you got a Democrat city in Dallas, but somehow they have set the rules in such a way that it's not a problem. There are Democrat cities in Florida. It and I guess the point is 
the legislature in, in Georgia and the governor in Georgia need to understand that they're going to lose two U.S. senators if somebody doesn't make sure you have some ballot integrity. I mean, if, if that's not an incentive, the whole U.S. Senate will swing if both those runoffs are done the way this thing was done. David, thank you. I mean, uh, uh, Robert, thank you so much. I really appreciate uh, your time. Excellent work. Uh, congratulations. Thank you so much. Uh, let me go yes, to uh, Have a good day. you too. Let me go to David Barton. Uh, David, good friend of mine, president of Wall Builders. He has been watching the polls. Uh, most people don't know this, but he's deeply involved uh, in uh, in politics all around the country, um, especially here in Texas and fighting the good fight. David, welcome to the program. Hey, Glenn. Good morning. Uh, so it looks as at this point, I mean, this is without any kind of, uh, you know, recounts and without any litigation, but it looks like today they might call the uh, presidency for Biden um, because he is now passed in Pennsylvania. Nobody has done it. Well, what is the one group that did it? They called they called uh, they called this for Biden. Oh, uh, DDHQ yeah. has called it for Biden. Uh, but so far, nobody has followed suit. No networks, have, I think, as far I think, as I know. I think everybody's afraid to uh, to do that. Um, but I want to concentrate with you on the the margins in the House and the Senate, um, because this is turning out to be a bright spot in this election. Yeah, it is a bright spot, especially considering the massive amount of money that was spent, $11 billion spent in this election cycle, um, big-time targets uh, in the Senate races and in the House races. You know, Pelosi was guaranteeing a, a jump there. Even Fox called it that, that the Republicans would lose 15 in the House. Not going that way, not even close to going that way. Um, Republicans have gained in the House, and looks like they will end up at the end of the day losing one overall in the Senate. Uh, as you just heard, you know, th- there's still questions in Georgia. It's crazy. They say that they're done counting votes in Georgia and that Biden wins Georgia, except Tommy Tuberville is up by 100,000 votes in Georgia, and they're not calling that race, but they're saying all the votes are in. I mean, it's, this is the craziest election cycle I've ever seen, where you can be up 100,000 votes at the end of the day. They won't call it, and suddenly votes appear in that race that didn't appear in any other race. It's the strangest thing we've ever seen. Uh, David, you said uh, Tuberville. And, uh, who did you mean? Did you mean a uh, uh, North Carolina, or I, I'm sorry, I, I, I'm sorry, I, that I switched long nights. I'm sorry, yeah. that was Georgia and Alabama. So yeah, the Senate races in Georgia, Purdue is Got up. It. They're not calling that, but they say all the votes are in. Of course, the special will be later. Uh, but over in Alabama, they say all the votes are in, but they still haven't called Tuberville yet. He's up by hundred thousand. Alabama. I mean, a lot of a lot of the counting just does not make sense. Alabama has been a hundred percent reported for a long time. So those are two really strange Senate races that that are going. You still have some some other ones that are close elsewhere. Tom Tillis, um, you know, they won't be able to officially call that until the 12th. uh, But right now he's leading, should have that one. So it should be be a a 52-seat number in the Senate when it's all done, assuming that Republicans win the special election in Georgia, which was seemed like a done deal two days ago. Now, with all the new ballots that seem to keep coming in, Savannah, Atlanta, and elsewhere, that's no longer a done deal. So it should be at least 51, maybe 52, which is down one or two, but still a majority. But the House is the really bright spot right now. David, I've never seen anything like this in my lifetime. Uh, Is this just COVID 
that is doing this all of the the monkeying around with all of the laws and the what is this what is it we're seeing no it's not COVID. it is monkeying around with the laws uh leading up to election day we saw probably two dozen uh lawsuits uh, where the governors, because of COVID, took that as an opportunity to say, well, we're changing the way we vote. And I know the legislature makes the laws, but now I do, and I'm changing the laws. And so fortunately, in nearly every case, the, the federal judges came back and said, no, the Supreme Court told us very clearly in 2006, the Purcell decision, you do not change election laws, especially on the even election. You, you let the laws stand. And so they were striking down governors plans even the day of the election. But the problem was early voting had already started in a lot of those areas. So the, the one that really messed it up was uh, John Roberts. Uh, I mean, the two that he got involved with that we did not win at the Supreme Court um, were that now that's part of the reason that we're going eight days late in some states, uh, even though the law says you have to have the stuff in by the, by the night of the election. It's it's crazy changes, and that's what throws so much uncertainty into things. But it also opens doors. Since there's uncertainty, it opens doors to, to do things that you're not supposed to be doing. And I think that's a lot of what we're seeing here. But a lot of this is the result of governors taking COVID as a reason to do that. And, and quite frankly, that's what we suspected going in, because a lot of the states had already moved away from the, the restrictions. But a lot of the heavy blue states with the really large blue cities were keeping the restrictions in place. And we were scratching our heads saying, okay, that looks like that's um, some opportunity to play with the elections. And I think it's going to turn out to be that way in retrospect as we look back and get all the truth in finally. Without um, uh, conceding an election for Donald Trump, just saying, let's look at this scenario. If Donald Trump, after all is said and done, doesn't win, uh, how much of Joe Biden's agenda is going to go through uh, just about as much as Trump's agenda went through Pelosi in the last two years. It's just not going to happen. Um, they are polarized at this point, and uh, I think you'll see what used to be call, called the loyal opposition take take its role in, in that place. Now, w- what happens is that the Democrats really thought they would have a moral mandate to move mm-hmm. forward. Because they don't have that moral mandate to move forward, the, the pressure is not nearly as strong on the Republicans that the nation wants this. Uh, clearly, the nation doesn't want this, and the Republicans feel, as they do, that there's a lot of stealing going on at this point. They will they will have no difficulty uh, being an opponent of that. Now, he, here's the other interesting thing is now you look for the onslaught of media again. Mm-hmm. You look at how, how that, um, that so many polling places were off. I mean, Wisconsin, Biden's going to win by 17, and, you know, it's, it's maybe 1% now. So how come nobody got fired over that? And it would appear to be that because that's what the polling guys were supposed to do. They were supposed to give us a lot of cover and give us a lot of uh, evangelistic propaganda, if you will. Because if anybody was really concerned over how bad the polls were in many of these places, you'd see people getting fired. And that's not that's not happening right now. So it suggests that, no, this is their role, is to create a, a pressure, to create a perception of where the American people are and what they want. And so if that happens, that can be relentless, especially inside the Beltway, where they don't get the same kind of uh, um, daily home news that, that we get elsewhere. I've watched so many groups run ads only in the Washington Times and scare congressmen to death because they think that's also running back in their district, which it doesn't. Uh, so the inside information in the Beltway, it's really hard to get to get inside information to those guys a lot of times because they're so surrounded 
by lobbyists and experts in Washington Times, uh, Washington Post, I said Times, I meant Washington Post. So, I, but the good news is, like in the House, we have elected so many more grassroots people this time. They just don't buy into that Washington kind of stuff. And that Herald out of New Mexico, we got last night, New Mexico too. Um, so we've added, we've added 12 pro-life women to the House. We have more than doubled the number of pro-life women in the House. There's still 34 races left to be called. Republicans are leading the 18 of them. Uh, it looks for sure that Republicans will gain at least 12 seats, which will make it very tough for Pelosi. Uh, we may gain more than 12. Uh, I mean, there's a shot of getting real close to a, uh, yeah, a parody, if you will, in, in the House, if all those seats go the way that they're leading right now. So there's a lot left to be decided on the House, but I think you'll see a lot more opposition to any type of Biden agenda with the House and the Senate. And, so look for a lot of executive orders if he does become president. And again, I've, I've only got about a minute, but tell me the good news locally, state by state, because it seemed like a pushback there, too. Oh, state by state, there were nine trifectas that were at stake. And trifectas when the same party has the House, the Senate, and, and the uh, governor. And they want that for redistricting. Uh, if you can redraw your lines to favor Democrats or Republicans, whoever, and Democrats put a ton of money in it, they put $53 million in the Texas House races. I mean, that's what you'd put in, in the multiple congressional races. And Texas did not lose a – well, we lost a seat, we gained a seat. It's a net zero-sum gain of zero in Texas. Um, there's the least change in state legislative chambers of any race since 1944. Democrats did not take the states, and they really wanted that to set them up for the presidency for the next 12 years. They were unsuccessful with all the hundreds of millions and even billions they spent in states. They did not come out with a victory in the states. Quickly, what does that tell you? Uh, it tells me that when everything is moving the direction it did against all odds, it's all moving more conservative, and the House and the Senate really did well, and the states did well, and the presidency is going the other way, it, it just doesn't smell right. Uh, for all the nation to be moving in a conservative direction and, re- and reject a conservative president in favor of a super liberal one, that's where I think you're going to see the lawsuits continue to mount in the presidential race. And this may be 20, uh, the year 2000 again, as far as the election goes to the presidency. Thank you very much, David. I appreciate it. David Barton. Uh, it also tells me that uh, the American people uh, are awake. They are awake. All right, Patriot Mobile. The convenience of modern American life sometimes complicates our efforts to maintain our values. I mean, how many of us are still on Facebook and Twitter and everything else? Now, if you have a cell phone, the cell phone coverage you have, if you're going with big boys, companies like Verizon are selling you out. Yeah, I mean, in the old days, you didn't have a lot of choice. Even if you knew they were donating to leftist causes, you know, getting rid of guns, uh, pro-abortion uh, pro uh, money going over to Planned Parenthood. You still had to have a cell phone. Well, Patriot Mobile shares your values. It's not going to send your hard-earned money uh, to aid the destruction of America. They work for conservative causes, not against them. And you're going to get the same great nationwide service while supporting a company that loves America and shares your values. What are you doing? Switch. Switch today. Get a free month of service or a free phone plus free activation with the offer code Beck. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders, uh, you can save even more. Make the switch today. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 10-second station ID. 
I got to let her in. Uh, this is a great experience. It's given me the opportunity to think about this time in our country. We need to truly appreciate the blessings and the gifts of being able to vote as many around the world and over the centuries could not do so. People came from all walks of life to go vote. People who struggled to get to a polling station. It's really clear. It's really clear. Unless somebody is totally uh, incapacitated or not in town during early voting, you can use an absentee ballot. It's a sorry state that if every two years or four years we can't take an hour or two out of our busy schedule to vote in person to guarantee the integrity of our vote, eliminate, reduce fraud, even in a pandemic. If we can go to a Walmart or a grocery store or a restaurant to work or protest, man, we can show up in person and vote. It's a glorious freedom that we have. And more and more, it seems to me, we've been taking it for granted. Richard, thank you very much for your thoughts. I I will tell you that uh, more people than ever in my lifetime voted this time. More people than ever. That should tell you something. 70 million people walked through a wall of fire, took it from their friends, their family, beaten across the head, called racist, all of these things. And the numbers grew. 70 million people stood up. 70 million people stood up on the other side as well. But that shows that it's not lost. If we take the time now and actually step up our game and get involved locally at our schools, if we step up our game now and really Teach the Constitution. More on this in just a second. Stand by. When it comes to buying or selling a house or both, what's your game plan? Do you have one? If you've ever been through the real estate process before, it'll come as no surprise that you have to have a game plan. Otherwise, everything just falls apart. And believe me, I've been there. And especially in a market like this, you might be living in a place where it's hard to sell your house and going to a place where it's almost impossible to find a house. You need the best people on your team. Well, that's where realestateagentsitrust.com comes in. It's a free service to you in which we connect you with the best real estate agents who are going to work with you uh, to create not just a game plan, but the game plan. These agents are tried and true. They know the best practices to get you out of your old house and into the new one without the whole process stinking. (laughs) You You want a real estate agent, you know, like the people who are counting uh, the ballots right now in Pennsylvania, 
good luck. You want somebody like the people who counted the ballots in Florida? Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. So I think the $30 off offer for Blaze TV is still active. You can go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. It's Friday. You know, here we are. We're not just electing a president, but we are electing our system of government. And that's important to understand. And I think, I think, you know, at least 70 million people understand that. The New York Times just wrote, and I'm quoting, the role of declaring the winner of a presidential election in the U.S. falls to the news media. The broadcast networks and the cable news outlets have vowed to be prudent. Here's how it will work. That's not how this works. That's not how any (laughs) of this works. I know. I know. (laughs) I don't know when uh, the fate of an election falls on the news media. I I don't know. Is that in the good and plenty clause? It is in the back of the Constitution, on the back of the the paper. Oh, you need the special Democrat glasses to read it. Okay. (laughs) The decoder. You get it from Ovaltine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought people elected the president, not the elites in the media. And notice that they didn't just say this election they said all elections all elections now the point of this is to undermine our ability to trust the american system the left has to undermine trump we know that the trump wants him to lose especially the media but the marxist use the focus on trump to accomplish their much more insidious motives leftists are not just trying to get rid of trump they are trying to get rid of america our traditions, our, our uh, systems, all of it. And what a better way to take America down than by chipping away at our ability to believe in and trust the foundations of our republic. They want to break everything. They aim to destroy trust in our system, just as they've destroyed our social trust. And when this election is over, whether Biden or Trump is the winner, less important to them then making sure all Americans, Democrats, Republicans, independents, libertarians, all of us believe that our system is flawed and broken beyond repair. That it's always been flawed because it's a corrupt document. It was it was produced by corrupt men. The destroying of our faith in our republic is the ultimate goal. And this election is just another useful tool in speeding up that agenda. The left knows they have to convince us there is no integrity in our elections and by extension, no integrity left in our entire government. And it's it's amazing what they'll do. You know, they called me a conspiracy theorist, you know, for explaining things that turn out to be true, like Osama bin Laden did uh, was responsible for blood and bodies and buildings in the streets of New York within 10 years, when I said that in 99. Uh, the 2008 financial crisis, the caliphate, George Soros. I mean, it goes on and on and on. And the left, they, the New York Times, we just sent them a terse, we just sent them a terse letter from our attorneys. <laughs> like that matters. The, less, the left is now calling me flat out, Conspiracy theorist. Conspiracy theorist Glenn Beck. Really? Huh. Is that kind of like conspiracy theorists, the New York Times? Because they are more, they are into conspiracies 
like I can't believe. 9-11, an inside job. Uh, the Russian collusion. The Postal Service voting conspiracy. They never get called out on any of these things. Well, yesterday, the conspiracy theorists at the New York Times published an article titled, I love this, you're going to love this too, <laughs> Trump's tweeting isn't crazy, it's strategic, typos and all. Now, they've exposed us. Uh, a well-known media outlet had the courage to publish what we all know on the right. President Trump's tweets are not just random musings. I'm not making this up. They're secretly coded message messages to his right wing followers uh, and his tweets are operating on a whole nother level. There's it's like the Da Vinci Code and 3D chess. So in the New York Times example on October 30th, the president tweeted hashtag Biden, a Biden crime family, but it had two eyes. That's it. <laughs> no other information oh. or context. Just the hashtag Biden crime family with two eyes in the word family. Well, that never happens. New York Times says the two eyes are not a coincidence. They work like a secret video game cheat code to get around the Twitter censors and keep the bright the Biden crime family hashtag going viral. Getting around the censors is key for the president to be able to communicate with his right wing operatives. Because, as you know, what? Twitter is the only secure way for a president to get important messages to his followers. So, now, <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, the two eyes. Mm. I've done some investigation. The two eyes mm. also mean the number two. Okay, the Times didn't have this. But I've, I, oh, I think we should just admit it. You've decoded it. it? Yeah, we should just admit it. Come on. I decoded it. We I all don't know the, what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm not involved the, in this. Okay, the two, the number two, which okay. is signal for his operatives to convene for a top secret meeting. Meeting. When they see the two eyes, eyes. they're immediately to proceed to Chick-fil-A, right, and order the number two combo, which is the spicy chicken sandwich. That's how they know who the the operatives are. Uh, Now, if we if somebody comes in and orders a number two and they're not an operative, we, of course, have to kill them. But that's why there's so many people that disappear in Chick-fil-A. And I want to thank the New York Times for finally exposing this has been a burden i've been so excited to tell you about the trump code mm. and now i can speak openly about it because uh, it know. was secret before well it was secret well i mean not to the operatives not to 70 million people all 70 million knew all about 70 the two eyes and the crime it. yeah mm-hmm, crime mm-hmm. family thing uh for example november 2nd president trump tweeted landing in scranton pennsylvania what does that mean He's landing. His plane was landing in the in the city of Scranton, Pennsylvania. Scranton, Dunder Mifflin. Yes, the office. Okay, okay, that is just the secret code to say now it's time to binge watch the office because everybody knows at the end of season three you have the subliminal messages containing the instructions for the crop circles that the president wants them to make, and after that they are supposed to go to Seven Eleven and purchase a medium cherry Slurpee. Hold it in their left hand as they wait for smoke signals to deliver the the extra instructions. I never understood that Dwight plot twist in that episode, but now, now it makes sense. Now I now know. It takes, mm-hmm. Okay, how about this one? October 20th. We'll be interviewed on Fox and Friends at 8 a.m. Enjoy. Come on. 
It's just telling admit it about his television just appearances. Ad- now admit it. Fox re- refers to the animated movie Fantastic Mr. Fox, in which George Clooney <laughs> played Mr. Fox. So Fox and Friends means George Clooney and his friends, right? Which obviously is Ocean's Eleven, okay. which happened in Las Vegas. Las Vegas was in the bag for Donald Trump. He's losing Nevada, though. It's just because the New York Times exposed. They killed all the operatives. Really? Yes. I just feel like I, th- I feel like it would be a weird way for Donald Trump to try to reach his audience through a Wes Anderson cartoon. You remember Kafalfi? Oh, yeah, Kafefi or whatever it was. Yeah, when he mistyped something. He didn't. Oh, my gosh. Stu, just admit it. Kafofe. C-O-V-F-E-F-E. Okay, yeah, I think you just mistyped something. No, just say it. Say it with me. Come on, we'll, do, we'll admit it together. The cabal, cabal of, of violent, violent fighters, fighters expressing freedom, freedom. etc. <laughs> really? That's what it... I didn't know that's what it stood for. That's exactly. And thanks okay. to the New York Times, we know that all of his, including his typos, are secret coded messages to his operatives. This is a real news story? That is a real news story. I mean, not, not necessarily the a, fantastic Mr. Fox part of it, but they actually really did... Well, that's just me admitting. That's you admitting, but they really did say that about, the two eyes and family oh, yeah, yeah, are, yeah, a yeah. Code are a code yeah. to, yeah. like, QAnon or something. Yeah, it's. A, I mean, it's a code. We, stoop, stop <laughs> Sorry, it. I keep forgetting that December I, 10th, I'm in on December 10th, he this. tweeted, mm-hmm. Witch Hunt... Okay. Uh, okay. Yes. Stu's just stunned. Stu doesn't <laughs> reference to Salem, Massachusetts. The president's operatives know that Massachusetts was the home of John Adams, our nation's second president. Again, the two eyes. John Adams was, of course, on the committee to draft the Declaration of Independence. Operatives will remember the documentary about the man named Benjamin Gates who attempted to steal the Declaration of Independence in the early 2000s. Therefore, this tweet means the Declaration is under threat again. Operatives should proceed immediately to the National Archives to protect it. That's what it meant. Witch hunt. Please. We all know. None of that sounds like something that should be in the New York Times. So you're saying that the New York Times <laughs> might be more of a conspiracy theory uh, theorist than I am, mm. is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I find it particularly interesting that the New York Times yeah. would call you a conspiracy yeah. theorist, given uh-huh. the fact one of the reasons you are supposedly a conspiracy theorist was Caliphate, which they gen- made a podcast out of <laughs> and make like a zillion dollars. Right, out. right. And never once mentioned, uh, gee, there was one guy who mentioned that a Caliphate would come and it was Glenn Beck, the conspiracy theorist. Huh. Yeah, it's crazy. It's really crazy. Uh, Thank you uh, so much, New York Times. I'm glad we can now talk openly about all the secret codes. But now we have to change them. (laughs) People will know. People will know. Two L's. Two N's in my name. I don't need that second N. Mm. What do I need that for? Code. Mm -hmm. Code. Uh, All right. American financing. Uh, American financing right now. I want you to call them. I'm calling them today on uh, something I want to change a loan, and Stu just did his with 2%. 
2% is what he's paying, just over 2% mm-hmm. is what he's paying for his mortgage now. If your mortgage is over 4%, even 4%, even 3.5%, I mean, you could take a point off of a 3.5% loan. Are you kidding me? You know how much money that's going to save you every single month? And that's at three and a half. You're most likely at four. Right now, call American Financing and save your money. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. The election isn't over until it is over. Uh, It it looks like Donald Trump is going to lose the presidency now, but there are going to be lots and lots of litigation uh, coming our way. So we will see what happens. Everybody just should remain calm. And please, for the love of Pete. Don't email me about a watermark again. Please don't. <laughs> You're getting that too, huh? Oh, I'm getting it everywhere. Uh, watermarks. The big watermarked ballots. This is yeah. actually just a big plan to trap the left in their election fraud because these are watermarked ballots and it's going to expose them. That's the theory, right? Okay, that's the theory. And it would be good if anybody had actually thought of doing that. <laughs> but that's not even possible. No. Everything is done by each county, each state. There's not one big paper truck that happened to secretly <laughs> supply all of the ballots. It does, it's not true. And it's I, not true. And feel free, by the way, when this is all revealed and the election gets re- reversed because of the secret watermarks that were planned the whole time so to expose them, the you should come back and say that we got that one wrong. Yeah. But and I'll should, gladly admit it. Yeah. I hope that one I get wrong. But you should. Wouldn't it be great if they were like, <laughs> secret watermarks? I was like, holy crap. That's great. No, I mean, on the other side of that, you probably, if you're sharing the watermark thing, you should probably, when it doesn't happen and, you know, Joe Biden probably, unfortunately, walks up and is, in, is uh, inaugurated as president of the United States in January, probably should go back and rethink whoever sent you the watermark thing. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe next time they send you something, don't Look, believe there's it. a lot of things out there that I want to believe. There's oh, lots yeah. of stuff out there that oh, I, want I to believe all of really it. want to believe. I want to believe the watermark thing. <laughs> mm. it, 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 that doesn't even make sense. Logically, that doesn't even work. It doesn't work. Um, and before you spread things, you should, A, think that one through. Where's the paper company? Where's the paper truck? How did that paper company? I mean, I know in Scranton, maybe. How did that paper company supply all the paper for all of the ballots in all of the states, all of the counties? How did that happen? The logical answer is it couldn't. It couldn't happen. Uh, First of all, nobody in the political realm is that smart. If they were, our country would have invested in Bitcoin. It's up at 15.5 right now. It's almost back to its all-time highs. If our country was smart, all of this would have been done. All of this election would have already been done by blockchain. So as much as I like the secret watermark thing from the 1700s, <laughs> it is kind of like our government to go use old technology like that. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Most voting machines are older than the 1700s. Right, yeah. but... 
that's not the that's they're 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 too dumb to even go. Why don't we use the technology to around the time of Jesus? No, too dumb to do that. Too dumb. There's so many, and I think this does wind up hurting whatever because we know there's some voter fraud. There's some voter fraud in every election, of course, but whatever is real out there is getting swamped by a lot of things that are fake and, I and things be that are just misunderstood. I would not be surprised if that kind of stuff is Russian interference. Because mm. Russia just wants chaos. Russia just wants us not to believe in our system. Marxists yeah. just want us to not believe in the system. So, look, we have massive problems, but we know what they were caused by. Corrupt governors and corrupt people in corrupt states changing the rules at the last minute that's what happened and they did it because we're not going to be able to go out and vote we told you you could in fact the cdc said you could yeah look look, some there's going to be some things that actually are shady but it's hard to get through all the stuff that's being posted that's just fake or just stuff that people don't understand like they they see something on a chart or something and don't know how to you know don't know how to read it or how the process works and, you know, look, a lot of it looks bad, but usually if you look into it, you can find the truth if you let's, take a little bit Let's bit go of time. through all of those Monday. Sure. Okay. Let's go through just a buttload of those on Monday and try to tell you what's true, what's not, and why. This is the Glenn Beck Program.